From Radio K-Man's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. On behalf of all my colleagues, I would like to thank all the people we have met since we arrived in the islands for their warm, Cayman-kind welcome. A historic day for Cayman's judiciary as the Judicial Committee of the Privy Council sits for the first time here. JCPC President Lord Reed of Alamere says it is an important occasion in the history of the Judicial Committee of the Privy Council. It is a privilege for us to serve as the final court of appeal for the Cayman Islands. That means serving all the people of the islands. We realize that our work is important to life in the islands and to the prosperity of the islands. That is a heavy responsibility and one that we take very seriously. Lord Reed says it is a priority for the JCPC to establish a strong relationship with the islands. So far, they have been spending time with members of judiciary here, visiting places of interest and learning about the economy and the social life of the islands, as well as the challenges that people face. We were honoured to be invited to take part in the remembrance service on Sunday, and we were greatly impressed by the sense of community by the fact that everyone was involved, from veterans and community leaders to cubs and brownies. Lord Reed said they are hopeful their visit will also provide the people of the islands with the opportunity to learn more about the Privy Council, about its role and about its importance to the island. The Constitutional Commission has published the latest in its series of explanatory notes to mark the occasion of the historical visit of the Judicial Committee of the Privy Council, JCPC, to the Cayman Islands this week. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. The Commission says as this is the first such visit to United Kingdom Overseas Territory, it is therefore an important constitutional milestone for the Cayman Islands. In its role to provide education and awareness, the Constitutional Commission's explanatory notes on the JCPC cover a range of topics, including the role of the JCPC as the Court of Final Appeal for the Islands, the history of the JCPC and its relationship with the Cayman Islands, the process by which appeals from the Cayman Islands proceed, and the composition of the Council and Appointment of Caribbean Jurists. The notes also take a look at other issues, including the regional debate surrounding the continuing relevance of the JCPC, significance of case law and examples of decided cases, and also provides information on the cases that will be decided in this sitting of the JCPC in the Cayman Islands. The explanatory notes have been written for general informational purposes, and there are also links included to a range of materials online. The explanatory notes will be published on the publications page at constitutionalcommission.ky. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Turning to police news now, 48-year-old Al Handel Pearson, who was recently circulated as wanted by police, has been arrested. The RCIPS thanks the public for their assistance in locating him, but officials say they're still looking for 35-year-old Mitchum Kenjo Wood, wanted in relation to several burglary offenses. Wood is about 5'11 in height, of slim build and brown complexion with dark hair. 
He is known to frequent the Bodentown area. Anyone who cites Wood is asked to call 911 immediately. Otherwise, anyone with information about his whereabouts is asked to contact the Georgetown Police Station at 949-4222. The public is being reminded that according to the Police Act 2021 revision, it is an offense to obstruct, mislead, or act in such a way as to prevent the apprehension of a person who has committed an offense. If prosecuted under this section, you may be liable on conviction to a fine of $5,000 or imprisonment for two years or both. Anonymous tips can also be provided directly to the RCIPS Confidential Tip Line at 949-7777 or the rcips.ky website. The Royal Caymanalands Police Service is the latest target of phishing emails. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin reports. Police are getting a number of reports from members of the public that they've received emails purporting to be from the RCIPS Criminal Records Office, but which are actually fraudulent messages being used to compromise the information of the recipients. These emails have been sent from an address ending at rcips.com, which is not a valid RCIPS email address. Official emails from the RCIPS will come from the address ending in at rcips.ky. If you receive an email purporting from the RCIPS, but it is not from an address ending in rcips.ky, or you have any other reason to question its validity, do not open the message, but contact the RCIPS Digital Forensics Hub at rcipsdfh at rcips.ky. Police say it may also be good practice to verify any emails from official sources with a phone call to the institution. It is also good practice to be very wary of clicking any links sent to you via email, especially when they are unsolicited. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. And an investigation is underway into a robbery which occurred in Northside Monday night. At 11.30 p.m. on Monday, officers got a report of a robbery that had occurred earlier that evening at about 8.40 p.m. outside an address on Northside Road. It was reported that two men had been seated outside the location when they were approached by three masked men who brandished firearms and demanded cash. The masked men then fled the location with a quantity of cash. No shots were fired and no one was injured during the incident. One of the suspects is described as being of thick build, about 5'6 in height, Another is described as being about 5'7", 5'8", in height. The third man is described as being of slim build, about 5'9", in height. All three were wearing black hoodies, dark jeans, black gloves, and black masks. Anyone with information, you're being asked to contact the Bodentown CID at 947-2220. Anonymous tips can be provided directly to the RCIPS confidential tip line at 949-7777. In other local news... The Kim Islands Coast Guard makes a successful 20-hour rescue operation this Remembrance Day weekend. Details from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. A 34-foot Boston whaler was headed from Belize to Grand Cayman when it lost the ability to steer and ran out of fuel just over 93 miles west of Grand Cayman. A member of the community called the CIGC Operations and Rescue Coordination Center, which initiated the search and rescue response according to the Cayman Islands Coast Guard Patrol Vessel Protector and the RCIPS Air Operations Unit. X-Ray 2, working in conjunction with the ORCC and PV Protector, located the vessel. All three occupants appeared to be in good health. Around 4.30 p.m. on Saturday, the vessel and her three occupants were safely delivered to the Lobster Pot Dock in Georgetown. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. 
Another round of community outreach sessions are coming your way on the future of Cayman's airports. More from Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins. The CIAA is in the process of finalizing the long-term sustainable development of Owen Roberts International Airport on Grand Cayman, Charles Kirkunnel International Airport on Cayman Brac, and Edward Bodden Airfield on Little Cayman, and will be hosting the next series of community outreach sessions on each of the three islands. At these sessions, the CIAA will share the findings of the Community Outreach Survey, which was conducted in July 2022, and its innovative approaches to the future airport development for Grand Cayman, Cayman Brac, and Little Cayman. CIAA CEO Albert Anderson states, Our vision is to deliver an excellent airport experience, and we achieved extraordinary milestones in a relatively short space of time under the 2012 master plan, but there is still much more work to be done. We have all experienced the pandemic era, and airports around the world have had major impacts to their operations, which continue today. The Cayman Islands is no exception. This new master plan will provide us with a fresh new approach and outlook to what is required today to take our airports to even greater heights. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The sessions take place from November 21st until the 23rd. And we leave you with this one. Minister for Tourism and Transport, the Honorable Kenneth Bryan, was in the Dominican Republic this week, taking part in the Caribbean Hotel and Investment Conference and Operations Summit, Chicos 2022. The three-day conference is one of the leading hospitality conferences in the Caribbean, typically attracting more than 300 regional and international investors and operators, as well as leading decision makers. Attendees include governmental representatives, developers, tourism officials, hotel brand executives, seeking investors for their tourism projects. During the event, Minister Bryan took part in a government leaders panel discussion, which focused on investment and development opportunities in the Caribbean post-COVID, and was joined by regional colleagues from U.S. Virgin Islands, Dominican Republic, as well as Curacao. Minister Bryan says attending the conference provided the opportunity to highlight the Cayman Islands' many attributes as one of the best locations in the Caribbean for investors to consider for new tourism developments. Chicos is also also a great networking opportunity, he says, for shared insights on investment trends within the region, specifically spa hotels, golf resorts, business and convention centers, all-inclusive casinos and sporting facilities. Minister Bryan says, quote, We heard about some of the other new tourism developments coming on stream around the region, which solidifies our strategy to diversify our tourism product. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm Shanda Gallego.